Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 786 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. We continue this Wednesday to explore our trek of interpreting life through a biblical worldview. As a Christ follower, it is important to view all situations and events in life through the lenses of the Bible. That is a view of the world that is aligned with what the Bible teaches. We are exploring current issues that impact our world and society and comparing them through the lens of the Bible, instead of the lens of society, culture, modern media, or social media. I do not desire to tell you what to think, but to teach you how to think, so that you'll be able to filter current issues and events through your biblical worldview. I may explore opposing views and challenge you to think. You may not always agree with my view, and that's okay. I am open to any comments that you may have on the subjects that we explore. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. As mentioned on Monday's podcast, we had anticipated being in Fort Myers, Florida this week with Paula's Aunt Pauline due to her failing health. But at the last moment, we changed plans as she was able to temporarily go into a nursing home for rehab after a few days in the hospital. We are on call to travel there once we know when she will be released from rehab. We will need to assist her on moving to an assisted living center. Assisting family members in this manner is incorporated into our worldview that all of life is precious from conception until death. God is the author of life. He knows every moment of our lives. As King David wrote in Psalms chapter 139 verses 13 through 16, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life is recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. A biblical worldview, at its core, is grounded on the fact that the Bible is God's Word and contains all the truth that God chose to reveal to us. Even with that understanding, I realize that there are many interpretations of parts of the Bible, and even the most learned Bible scholars and theologians will disagree at times. The last Wisdom Wednesday episode where we explored a biblical worldview, we looked at additional aspects of creation versus evolution. Which is true? Or is it a blend of both? At the very core of the creation versus evolution, the debate is centered on the argument between whether we are created by an all-loving God who made heaven and earth, or we are here by random chance and circumstance. In the first scenario, every person is specifically created for a purpose that is unique to that person. In the second scenario, it is survival of the fittest, where the strong survive, and the weaker ones die off so the human race can evolve and become even better. As in the case of Aunt Pauline, who is 90, frail and in poor health, is her life any less important than a healthy young adult? What about a baby that is not yet born? Is that child less valuable than a healthy, productive contributor to society? As we look at this week in January, it marks the 45th anniversary of the Supreme Court's decision legalizing abortion in all 50 states. Let's take time today to pause and consider how we should view this decision. So our topic today is pro-choice versus pro-life. For most people, when they hear the phrase pro-choice or pro-life, they equate it to whether a person is against aborting unborn children or at least leaving the choice up to the woman who is pregnant. But it is so much more expansive than that. 
At its very core, the argument breaks down to whether we, as a human race, are accountable to God or only to ourselves. Are we a creation of an intelligent designer or the product of random chance that has evolved into superior creatures because we are more fit than the millions of other organisms that have ceased to be in existence over the eons of ages? Are we responsible and able to decide who lives and survives and who does not? Are we capable of determining when life begins and when it should end? There are certainly many world leaders through the ages who have assumed this decision-making role by eliminating what they felt were inferior ethnic groups. Throughout time and even today, we fall prey to the same mentality in the form of hate towards various ethnic groups. Your answer to these questions and many more are based solely on your worldview. If your worldview is based on God's word, then you have to acknowledge that all life is precious and only God should determine the beginning and the end of life. So our question for today is, should a woman or a man have complete control over what they do with their bodies? Within my worldview, I strongly agree that we are responsible for what we do with our bodies, but we must live with the choices that we make. If you choose to eat too much of the wrong food, you will gain weight and your health will suffer. If you choose to smoke, take drugs, or drink excessively, you will become addicted to these substances. We always harvest what we plant in our lives. Because of this worldview, I can confidently say that I am both pro-choice and pro-life. Let me explain with this illustration tied to our topic today. A woman or a man have a choice to whether to have sex with the realization that there is always a chance, regardless of the precautions that are taken, that it will end up with a pregnancy. Once you follow through with the choice to have sex, if a pregnancy is the result, then they have forfeited their right to choose whether to remain pregnant or to abort this unborn child. At that point, there is another life to consider. Because of their original choice, quite literally, seeds were planted and the harvest is the result of a precious new life. At that point, they are responsible for that new life. As the Apostle Paul wrote in his letter to the Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8, Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live to satisfy their own sinful desire will harvest decay and death from the sinful nature, but those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So we can be both pro-choice and pro-life and still hold to a biblical worldview. It is that initial choice that is made that would determine the choices that we have next because there are always consequences to every choice. Some consequences may be good, while others are not, depending on our choices. The argument that is always brought up in the pro-choice and pro-life debate is what about the cases of rape and incest? Should a mother be forced to carry a baby that is a result of this heinous and disgusting crime? While this situation is horrible and is never justified, if a new life is the result of this tragedy, we have to consider that new life. There are thousands of families who would give almost anything to have a child through adoption. The church, which is the body of Christ, and even our government should ensure that in this type of situation that the victims of such crimes are taken care of completely with no financial burden to them. We should welcome with open arms these victims and care for them as if they were our own children. Not to minimize this situation at all, because it is serious. The fact is, though, that less than 1% of all abortions are the result of rape or incest. We need to look at the bigger picture of the sanctity of all life. We need to keep this in perspective. Another question that comes up is what if a mother's life is at risk if she carries a child to term? 
While I cannot speak as a mother, I believe that all measures should be taken to make sure that all life is preserved, both the mother and the child. If this is still inevitable, then the choice should be left to the mother, along with the guidance of their immediate family and the doctor. I know my own mother stated after having 10 kids that if she were ever faced with that choice, that she would gladly give her own life if the child's life could be spared. There again, this situation is very rare and needs to be kept in perspective as we consider the overall sanctity of life. There is so much more that we could discuss on this hot issue, but from a biblical worldview, I consider that all of life is precious, regardless of the situation, and should be preserved at all costs. I welcome your feedback, regardless of whether you agree with me or not. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we'll continue the discussion topic of creation and life as we consider the other end of the spectrum for those who are near the end of their life because of advanced age, illness, or accident. What is a biblical worldview in these situations? Each week, we will choose hot topics that are prevalent today and explore them through a biblical lens. If you have any topics that you would like us to cover, please email me at guthrie at wisdom-trek.com. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute wisdom nuggets that will provide you with a bit of wisdom that, if followed, will allow you to grow healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to end the past 785 treks or read the Wisdom Journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, Lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow. <laughs>